0: You are listening to The Current Daily, a new podcast keeping us up to date with the latest news for UC San Diego's Information Technology Services Department. My name is Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Thursday, June 4th. And it's nearly the end as we wrap up week 10 of Spring Quarter. Of course, our work in IT services is never done, but pulling off Spring Quarter on an entirely remote basis is quite the feat. Let's dust off the greatest hits. We have an time update. No action needed on your part, dear listener, but we're happy to announce that Wave 3 is up and running as of yesterday, and that means that all rollout waves are now complete. You'll recall the planned downtime earlier in the week, Access is now restored for all. Rejoice! Some quick reminders to check out news published earlier this week. You'll find it all in the Communications Digest on The Current. We've got news on UCPath, employee COVID-19 symptom screenings, and the new password check tool. Now everyone in IT services has gone above and beyond to keep operations running and help adapt to remote teaching, learning, and working. And it's nice to have that acknowledged by customers from time to time. So... I will read a note passed on by Chuck Rose, our service desk manager from a satisfied customer. Dear IT department, thank you for your work during this time of COVID-19. I am really appreciative of how flexible and adaptable you guys have been to provide us with the resources and support that we need to continue classes. Whether it was getting Zoom running for all the professors and staff or the students, your tireless work and technical help has allowed us to have this quarter be as normal as possible, so I just wanted to reach out and thank you for everything that you guys have been doing during these times. Stay safe. Thank you for sharing that, Chuck. It's been a while since we talked. Let's talk later. And now we have an interview with our campus privacy officer, Pega Parsi, on privacy concerns and best practices in the age of COVID-19. And as much as I'd like to say, enough out of me, here's Pega, Alas, I am the one who conducted the interview, so you're stuck with me. Here I am with Pega. And I'm happy to say that joining me on today's current daily podcast is our own privacy officer, Pega Parsi. Hello, Pega. Hi, Miguel. So in case anyone in ITS does not know who you are or what you do, can you inform us?
1: Sure, I am, as you said, the Campus Privacy Officer. I uh, report to the Executive Vice Chancellor for Academic Affairs, and I help the institution manage all of the personal data that it handles and make sure that we are respecting the privacy rights of all of our community, including our students, our staff, our faculty, research participants, and anybody else whose data we may
0: have. I'm going to start off, we've been doing a lot of these interviews asking people how they are doing during quarantine, or as Mark (laughs) Herzberger likes to call it, during exile. (laughs) But you and I talk quite a bit. And when I asked you how you were doing, you said that you were having a professional existential crisis. And I was wondering if you wanted to talk about what that meant a little bit.
1: Sure. I think I said I have a career existential crisis. Uh, And I say that because it appears to me that privacy is at a very interesting place right now where it can really shine and show the value that it brings to people. But it is also increasingly being ignored and pushed aside because we're in a national, well, international emergency. It is something that, I'll give you this, that you might not hear otherwise, lots of privacy professionals are comparing this current crisis with what happened right after 9-11, when we clearly had a national emergency that we needed to address, but some of the legislation that was then passed to address it went significantly above and beyond what was necessary to meet the actual emergency. Regardless of, you know, where you really are with your politics, the Patriot Act, most people would agree, w- was in effect well after the 9/11 emergency was for all intents and purposes finished. But the Patriot Act remained in place. And under various surveillance mechanisms, the government was collecting lots and lots of information about American citizens. And the purpose of that collection was, uh, you know, questions, people, the public didn't know why we were collecting that much information, what that information was being used for, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And the connection with the national emergency just became more and more tenuous as the time went on. Similar to what we have right now, which is a very real emergency, a public health one that we need to address. Everyone understands that. But what we don't want to do is to throw privacy completely out the window. But that's exactly what we're seeing in some sectors where either privacy is thrown out the window because we have the emergency or it's just not being embedded into some of the practices or efforts that we are putting into place. I say I have a career existential crisis because I hear quite often from people saying, oh, privacy doesn't matter. This is no time to be thinking about those sorts of things or letting civil liberties get in the way A real crisis, as opposed to others who say, no, 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 this is exactly the time when privacy, and security really matter. And we need to make sure we embed those lest we cause further harm down the road for folks. So that's really what I mean. Are people going to use this crisis as an opportunity to legislate or put into place programs that maybe they wanted to put into place all along and they're seeing an opportunity to override privacy and security considerations? Or is it gonna be the place where people understand why? Privacy and, and those sorts of considerations matter to
0: people. All right. I knew you were not going to disappoint. That's why I wanted to ask you that question. I think what's really important is kind of a definition because in ITS, we have a lot of people who are very capable, who might think they have a full grasp of what privacy concerns really are, what data privacy really is. But when I went to your training, it redefined my understanding of privacy in a pretty significant way. So what do you think is least understood about privacy?
1: Excellent question. And I would actually like to hear what your thoughts are on how your thinking changed, but I'll start. I think that there's a misunderstanding that privacy is something that people that want to hide something, care about. That it is the concept of keeping things secret, that is relegated to a niche group that is very gung-ho about civil liberties, and that's about it. And I see the privacy world as... Significantly wider than that. In fact, that's not even a very interesting part of privacy. What I talk about in my trainings, as you know, Miguel, is that privacy is mostly about having control over yourself, whether that is over your own body, over your own communications, over your own stuff, or, and in this particular case, over your own data. Being able to interact with your own data, being able to choose what happens and who gets to use your data for what purpose, those sorts of things. And it really is irrelevant whether or not you have anything to hide or whether you are a good person or not or you're an interesting person or not. That has no bearing on privacy. The issue is that your personal information can be used for a variety of different things from, for example, monitoring your activities or surveilling the community to things like nudging you to do things you wouldn't otherwise do to more problematic uses of your data to watch or surveil you or manipulate you even. So that's what I'm concerned about rather than helping you keep things about yourself secret
0: since you said you were interested in what I thought. Yeah. So first of all, one thing that I've heard a lot from people when they kind of dismiss privacy concerns, not in ITS really, but just in my personal life, is that notion of, well, I don't have anything to hide, so what do I care? So yeah, that's definitely a real thing. That wasn't really what opened my eyes totally during your training because I had some understanding of that. But I think the big thing for me was the definition of PII, or personally identifiable information. I still came to your training with the idea that that's my social security number. Yeah. That's my email address. That's my name. That, and what was really eye-opening was the cloud of data that follows us wherever we go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. We are used to that here in the United States of having a nice little checklist of our name, our social security number, our email address, our phone number, and we consider those PII and we don't recognize that There is so much information that's collected about each and every single one of us from all the various places that we're interacting with the world, whether that's through all the different apps, through our search histories, through our engagement with our employers or our educational institutions, our local grocery stores, all of those sorts of things are creating little pieces of information about you. And it's really not that difficult to narrow down the information, put it all together and figure out which one is Miguel versus which one's Pega. So I'm glad that that stuck with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's to an almost haunting degree. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) yes. Can I address something else that you said? I think that there are a lot of people that think they got privacy figured out. And to those people... And this is this includes privacy professionals. At least privacy professionals recognize that because of the the new world that we're in, privacy laws and regulations and guidelines are being passed and amended and modified at really quite a dizzying speed. So any given week, you might have a handful of different countries or different industries amending their particular laws or regulations. So even the most seasoned privacy professionals, when a question comes to them, have to go and do some research to figure out what the current state of the law is. So unlike some of the other parts of the law that are a little bit more static, privacy is not at all that way. We're constantly seeing changes, which you might've noticed in California. We had a law, the California Consumer Privacy Act that was passed And it was immediately amended as soon as it was passed, and it continues to be up for debate, and we're waiting on regulations to come out. And while that's going on, potentially, we'll have a proposition on our November ballot changing it yet again. So um, I would caution anyone that thinks they have privacy all figured out from really thinking that way. If I may, I'm going to plug the privacy office website that has a ton of good information for people from COVID-related info to information about the GDPR and privacy more generally. It also includes places that you can go for training. So that is at privacy.ucsd.edu.
0: Thank you so much for joining me, and we will talk soon.
1: Thanks, Miguel. Bye.
0: Do you like what you're hearing on this podcast? Please, let a fellow IT Services staff member know so they don't miss out. Also, if you want to be notified as soon as the podcast is posted, watch the podcast page on The Current. If you don't know how to do that, instructions for watching a page are posted there. Most importantly, if you have something to share or an idea for me to include here, you can submit it to the email, its-podcast at ucsd.edu. If you join me on Zoom, you could actually be on the podcast. Again, don't be shy. We want your voices here. This is a podcast not only for ITS, but by ITS to help keep us informed and connected. And don't forget, we are now available on SoundCloud, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Links to our profiles are still on the ITS Podcast Collab page. It has never been easier, so subscribe today. And that is it for today. Remember to listen to the next episode of The Current Daily.